trying to be and better myself. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be better and to just better myself and everything that I was doing. So that doesn't change. You know? do, do you think um, uh, fatherhood played any role in your maturity in this change as well? Definitely. I mean, I, I, I feel like I was able to really spend a lot more time with my son, just even in the times of just COVID. You know, um, just really able to realize his mannerisms and how he looks at me and how he does what I do and how he looks at himself in the mirror when he's getting dressed and just, you know, and my son is three, but he's three yeah. going on 30, I swear. <laughs> but, you know, just just nurturing him and being around him um, really kind of had made me go, okay, you know, I got to man it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because regardless of whatever I'm going through, I, I got to be strong for a little man. Yeah. Like, and no matter what, he's got to see a smile on my face. And he, he know the difference between my smile being fake and real. You know what I'm saying? He know it in my attitude and my way I expose myself. So I got to find my ways to make sure that no matter what somebody tells me or someone says about me on the internet, my face, my energy is always happy. And he keeps me that way. He keeps me understanding, yo, balance. Yeah. You got to stay balanced for a little man. Like, That's dope, you man. Know? That's so, dope. Talking about, you know, the time and and quarantine and, and, you know, and what we all have been dealing with for over a year, it was rough for a lot of us. It was rough for a lot of artists. They couldn't hit the road. They couldn't do things. You came up with something pretty creative with quarantine yeah. radio that Thank kept, so much. including me and everybody else in this room and half of the world, you know, very entertained. Um, what was the thought process with, with, with quarantine radio? Um, honestly, it was just, it was really just an organic the organic thing we just did, you know, it started off with just me. It was kind of like versus how we started it off. Yeah. It, but it was not like our own songs. It was just artists putting on music, like against each other, sound clashing, yeah. like R&B music. Me and Bryson Tiller, best R&B song. That's white boy songs of the '90s. That's not, you know, what I'm saying yeah. all the all the stuff that we was doing, and then. You know, over a period of time, it just started actually becoming something with, like, and when I say a period of time, in mean a couple of hours. Like, I was on live, and, you know, I just seen the viewers start going up. And as people called in and stuff like that, girls came on, like, let me, let me twerk, let me, uh, yeah. uh, and then it just started getting entertaining. Boom, all of a sudden, you know, uh, my man Saber comes out the room, he sees me, you know, sitting there with the quarantine radio mic and mm. all of that stuff. and. And no, he gives me the mic and you know, he sees what's going on in my live and he's like, whoa, like you got it going on. And he ends, you know, he ended up being the ad lib guy. That's the dude who's always doing the oh, ad libs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, he was just. He laughed like a nigga that ain't hurt. So he ain't ended hurt, up being the ad lib guy. Shit. He walked in and just ended up being the ad lib guy. Mm. And it just had a flow to it. And you know, I took it, I took quarantine radio off before it ever got, I don't like to run things into the ground. Right. I love when things are tasteful and you just have good memories about it. You don't have nothing bad to say because we never had a moment where we got on and it just flopped. Right. It's just like every time we've done it, it's been quarantine radio. So, yeah. you know, I'm just happy about the success of it. And I'm happy that I was able to bring people positivity, joy, and just like, you know, happiness in that time. You did. Um, you also gave other artists, because it morphed into many things. It morphed into girls dancing. It morphed into <laughs> artists coming through. It morphed into ass, 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 ass. Quite a few other people, and the numbers is going crazy. I even remember, I think I was on one time when you think? I think the uh, Instagram itself when? shut down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. then you got back up and stuff like that. I was but, doing a lot of things, you know, even, even uh -huh. just, I don't know if anybody recalls this, but like I was. Whatever. I don't want to say the first because huh? I'm not 100% sure about that exact statement, but I believe I was the first, if not one of the first people who did an actual 
virtual show first. Yeah. Who had to show everybody like, yo, and mm. I did it live on the live stream and when we had the social distance tour. Yes. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. And you know, it's crazy to see that conspire into all of the live shows. Like, Cause I remember, I literally remember when people were calling me and it was like, um, they were like, yo, I, I really want to see how this is going to go because everyone's kind of wondering how we're going to do shows. Yes. Like, and yeah. if this works, like, how are you going, what are you going to do? Is it going to be awkward? Yeah. Is it going to be like, you know? And there was a lot of barriers that we were just breaking through. And, uh -huh. you know, I think just in that moment alone, just in those couple of months alone, it was just amazing to see all the things that we did in such a short time. Yeah, it was. And a lot of records were broken, and I think it morphed sure. a lot of other ideas that people are running with to this day. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So we, we all appreciate it. On behalf of oh, all of us, thank you. Uh, Quarantine Radio. Um, before the quarantine um, and everything happening, were there things that you had planned that kind of like, man, you had to like throw it off? Not that much. I just really was going to drop music, a lot of music that year. I just, that was the year I was getting out of my deal um, with Interscope and I was going fully independent. And so like for me, I was just focused on, you know, making sure that no matter what I was doing, it was going to be quality music and that people were going to hear a different side of Tory, like different videos, different, you know, and so none of that really changed, you know, gotcha. I, I still came out with incredible music. I, I stayed consistent, at least in my eyes, I like to think, gotcha. you know, um, but yeah. What are some of your, your favorite places to, to, to visit? Um, I want to start, you know, with here. I happen to be in um, Atlanta for All Star. Mm. We were in the same party together. Um, I didn't get to, to holler at you, but um, but I've seen you in several different, you know, cities, and I know, you know, you make here a home. You have home in um, in To. But like, what's your favorite place to be? I love Miami. I love Miami. I love Toronto as well. You know, um, and that's why I, that the two places that I live. But right. you know, I love to go to different places. I've been actually traveling now. Like, I'm, I want to start doing things like going to Utah and, and like Wyoming and the places that, like, they don't tell you, yo, this is here and da-da-da-da. I right. want to go to those places now and it's start so recording. Funny. I was actually talking to somebody about that the other day about a lot of artists that are starting to discover peace in those areas. You it's know, like true. Kanye and, like, everybody's kind of tired of L.A., New York. And... things are just quiet. It's like yeah. sometimes you just need quiet to think, to get the clutter out of your brain and record and be creative. You know, everyone who's watching this, you know, um, especially after you haven't done any interviews is obviously going to expect me to want to talk about the case. And I'm just going to be clear that I have no intentions in doing it. I'm not going to. I respect this, you know, the scenario that's going on. Bitch. Not 15 minutes in. So why the fuck you put it in the damn uh promo? I've got no intentions of doing it. Yeah, you had intentions. They ain't gonna talk about it. And the whole fucking title, his first interview since the Megan Thee Stallion incident. Bitch. The case, and I'm just gonna be clear that I have no intentions of doing it. I'm not going to. I respect this, you know, the scenario that's going. I respect it too, and I got questions. You fuck? That ain't disrespectful. Somebody got respect. Yeah, I, I got RESPCT as well. And I still got motherfucking questions. And, and your privacy within that. For sure. Um, but what I would like to ask, what? Um, not directly related to the case, what? but um, 
has huh. artists treated you differently since that you know scenario took place? Um, really, it's been a lot of like, and I don't ever, I'm never gonna pop nobody's top, but I think you know, really for me, artists have actually treated me with a lot more love, but it's been like a behind doors and then like on the you don't outside, pop the top. it'll be this weird, like, mm-hmm. I gotta act like this. Yeah. But on the but on the inside, it's like, yo, I really want to be like this and I want you to know that I'm like this, yeah. dog. Uh-huh. But, you know, I take that in, in stride, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I don't ever look at anybody's situation. You know, I treat people how I treat people regardless. Uh-huh. Whenever I met you, that's just how I treat you. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I don't blame anybody for moving how they move. That's just your character and how you go about things, you know? I go about things a little differently, but... I find it, you know, ironic in the same space that it seems like everybody has their issues. (laughs) As we can see, you know, almost on a weekly basis, there's something that, you know, we can see about an artist that... Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. (laughs) Without (laughs) me having to mention any names, it's Uh the Uh obvious. So... You know, it, it always kind of makes me think, like, you know, people shouldn't be so quick to judge. Definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, we've just been in, in quarantine for a long time. Just the, uh-huh. the regulations of things that have been going on in the last uh-huh. couple of months, the amount of struggles and people losing jobs. It's just a lot of, it's a lot of frustration built up. And I feel like we're just all at home on computers, just getting our thoughts out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I really just feel like it's the time that's like, you know, it's kind of making us a little bit more crazy and a little yeah. bit more anal to things that we're not. And it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, the world will get over that when they do get over that, when people are allowed to be a little bit more free. Yeah. I, I personally feel so. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, people have an expression. You know, this is what this country was built off of. It's like freedom of speech, and you're allowed to say whatever you want to say. I don't, I record and smoke weed all day. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know, one thing, too, and I want to say to other artists, too, like, this is, like, a a trick that at least I understand, which really helps me with, like, when I have a bunch of people hating, right? Mm-hmm. You post a picture. Let's just say this. Mm-hmm. this, is, this if, for all artists, like, this will help you if, if you have mass amounts of people that are just hating on you or whatever. Always look at it like this. You post a picture, right? Uh-huh. This picture... Let's say this. Some people don't like this picture, right? But the picture always has like a hundred fifty thousand likes, whatever it is, mm. whatever your quota is, right? Uh-huh. Let's say it has twenty thousand likes, right? right? Uh-huh. And you see plus a array of five hundred people uh-huh. in a comment list that are like, uh-huh. "This fucking sucks." This that, and you immediately are like, "Yo, two plus two is four. Whatever I'm doing, uh-huh. I should either stop or I should." You know, and then you you don't okay. look at the actual okay. numbers of this. Right. Yeah. Twenty thousand people like this. One plus one is two. Five hundred niggas is hating. Right. <laughs> Why right. do you give a it's fuck? It's in proper right. fraction. The and comments then. of people hating are n- never oversee the likes. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because the thing thing about it is is like, and uh, you know that's case by case. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Majority of the time, mm-hmm. when you're doing something, people aren't really looking at the error that you think they are. It's only okay. those really analytic people that are just so on your dick that they're okay. just looking too hard. Right. And those people feel so much of a way that they need to comment and say something. Okay. The people who love you are showing you they love you with their click, their like, their post. Their, yeah. And you always, like, look at your shit. If you have more likes than you have hate, don't switch it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, man. Be Not you. Sure. Don't tweet. <laughs> Be you. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay, you say don't twitch it. Okay. Uh. It always help you because I, I watch, you know, people with, mm. you know, uh, high profiles and, you know, uh, oh. just high profile artists, just people that just have a lot of comments and a lot of likes. I see people with 500,000 likes and be mad at a thousand comments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, at the end of the day, who cares if a thousand, 500,000 people love that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, like, it's true, because if you look at... Um, like, look at all of it. Don't just look at one part yeah. of it. Look yeah. at all of it. it. It's it's like companies, like major corporations. They, they say it's Canadian slang, mm -hmm. people. So when they open up, they're like, all right, we already know that 10%, we're going to lose money on 10%. Yeah, that. facts. So don't even worry about that. So it's kind of like it's a fact. the same thing with the same saying. thing. How, how do you, with that being said, too, how do you feel about this, you know, notion of cancel culture? You know what I'm saying? Where people are canceling them, where... You know, I, I get a little frustrated. I'm going to just get my piece on it real quick. And, uh, oh, God. This show interview or his? My thing is, is that, listen, it's we're what? all human beings. What? You know what I'm saying? We're not computers. We're human beings. We are going You're to make mistakes. Me. We're going to fuck up. We're going to say and do shit wrong. <laughs> you understand? So this idea of, like, oh, you said something I didn't like, so you're canceled. You know, I've, yeah. been burning, I've been burning a fire in that as much as I can on the radio. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all right now? <laughs> you, I, I will never cancel no black person. You know what I'm saying? Unless you <laughs> fuck with a little kid or something. You know what I mean? Maybe, but, you know, what? like, we we have too much up against us to be canceling each nah, other. Nah, we don't. Yeah, nah, we don't. The deal. And then, nah, we don't. Know, the man can't cancel that bitch like Nino. Nah, baby. You must ain't her, baby. You must ain't her. Hold on. Cause I know you fucking lying. He said maybe. Ain't no maybe, baby. I'm not gonna, you know, I make mistakes. My son makes mistakes. Don't cancel. 
So what what, is, what's your take on this cancel culture? Bro? I don't want to go too far in this because I'm going to be all over the media, but huh? what, what is a canceled? What is canceled? <laughs> I've yet to see somebody that they say is canceled or like a oh, thing that they say is canceled not be liked a month later. Right. Every single thing that they said was canceled was regular a month later. <laughs> If we're gonna, I think we should change the word from canceled to suspended or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you're suspended, my nigga. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need to sit down for some time and get your shit together. You're suspended for that one right there. But the word cancel, I just think it's used a little loosely. You know what I'm saying? And regardless of the fact, I don't really think. One day, please start Twitch first so Station Head will be in the lag. Um, fuck no. I told you you was somebody got them direct over here. You you up there trying to get credits? Excuse me, what? You say start what do what? I know you're not trying to tell me something, baby. Did you did you send me twenty dollars, ma'am? Oh wait a minute, you 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 all over the place. What you doing in my office? What you doing in my desk? You 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 all up in my motherfucking files. What you got going on? What you got going on? Yeah, you 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 might need to get on the file here. Shit. Yeah. You you all in restricted areas. You ain't got your blue fast, baby. Be used at all unless you really mean it. But here's the thing about meaning it. You can mean it, mm -hmm. and this person won't mean it. People, again, have <laughs> freedom of speech. They like what they like, and they love what they love. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you can't <laughs> stop somebody from liking what they like and loving what they love. The thing about cancel culture is all it means is there's a bunch of people that are gonna type he's canceled, right. <laughs> she's canceled, this person, da 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 da. You know, at the end of the day, I believe in, in love and positivity. Oh, excuse me, sorry. I agree. Not a union. Y'all trying to start a union on me? What the fuck you mean you agree? I asked you to agree with a motherfucking thing. Did I ask for a vote or a tally? Tell me, I agree. Why we gotta be 10 seconds behind and I'll send you $20? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You will disband immediately. And if I see any of this union talk again, you both will be banished. Off with the heads if I see it again. <laughs> yeah, they try to start a revolution. I believe that if someone did something or someone, you know, made it wrong, why can't we figure out how we can help them be better opposed to saying, fuck you? Because then it kind of contradicts the people who are saying, like, you're, you're canceled. They stand for everything to be right, right? Yeah. Well, right, being right means that you do the right thing. The right thing is to help somebody, mm. pick them up, uplift mm. them, not tear them down. Yeah. So you're contradicting yourself in these statements anyway, which is why, for me, I... 
I don't really like to touch on this because it just doesn't make any sense. No, facts on this <laughs> Okay. Uh, basically, what he's saying is, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is what he said. All right, I'm tracking. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. Tori, you, you, you're so multifaceted in your, in, in your talent, you know, in your artistry. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. You know, from singing yeah. to rapping to, yeah. to battling. Yeah. There's so many sides to you, you know. Do you have, like, a, a favorite side? A or like, how, how do you maneuver between the different styles that, that Tori has? And how do you know when to kind of go on one or deal with the other? Like, how do you deal with the... Oh, God. The many faces of Tory Lanez. I'm just me. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I just, for me, I try to prioritize what I feel like is important. Um, the things that I don't feel like are important, I try to see the importance of them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when I treat people however I treat them, I treat people how I want <laughs> to be treated. So sometimes I even take myself back when I'm wilding on somebody mm -hmm. because I might get too harsh and realize, oh, I wouldn't want somebody to do this to me. So let me tell Not me. Certain things I just kind of not me, not me, not me. I dog these hoes because I'm a dog ass bitch, and I don't give a fuck what they say. I don't give a damn. I'm denying all allegations. They so go for what you know, bitch. So they can say whatever they want to say. I'm denying that shit to the death of me, bitch. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the way I'ma make some shit up on you, bitch. You you better say anything, cause bitch, I'ma I'm say anything, ho. So you really don't want to spoil with me. You don't want to take it there, ho. Because, bitch, it's, it's, it's just going to be retarded. So, I, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, a whole doom fucking with me. That I was going. Reflection mm -mm. on before I approach a situation. And with all aspects of things that are going on, it just, sometimes it takes that second to breathe and understand what's going on uh -huh. and then move into it. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So, what do you want to be best known for, you know? Like, what do you, you, what, what do you, what is the legacy that you would like people to remember about Tori? I just want them to know how, how I opened up the doors to innovation. Like, I feel okay. like the only thing, regardless of whatever happens, I, you know, what you I mean? want people to understand that I innovated a lot of shit, that I was the first to do a lot of things and that with what the hell I mean? what the hell I mean well whatever no matter what happens Whoa. I opened up a door and said everybody come in I just want to be commended for that when it's all said and done because mark my words beyond the music beyond the entertainer I promise for <laughs> black people just in general, what? just for, for not even just black people. Not that he's not a soldier boy. But mainly black people, people who come from where we come from, never had certain opportunities. The way I'm gonna open doors, not just in music, I'm talking about corporately, the way I'm gonna open doors for our community is 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 something that can't be fathomed. You know what I'm saying? Unless God forbid somebody kills me, but I don't think that's Soldier boy, tell me. Hey, I got this new damn for y'all called a soldier boy. Just got a punch, then crank back three times from left to right. Uh, soldier boy, I'm in it. Why me crank it? Why me roll?
Okay. My my eyes and my angle is set on creating so many more tunnels which we can all go through. You know what I'm saying? And when I leave here, you're gonna just see a, a plethora of just wild. A what? You know, gateways that I opened up. You said a plethora. <laughs> Not an affidavit. What you said? A plethora. <laughs> You talking about a plethora? You talking about a plethora? Mmm. <laughs> and, and if you really pay attention to me, you'll realize that a wow. lot of things I do, I'm the first one to do. And some other guy who's like notoriety and famous and ah, the celebrity will come see that shit and they take it. You know what I'm saying? But I just never want it to be ah! forgotten where it comes from. Because they say that's a Canadian slang. Also, the guy with notoriety and fame too. Mm -hmm. And my history is also paid attention to. So if it is, you know. Um, yeah, the planetarium. Treat it as such. That's all. Uh huh. Can we take it back? That's how they said in Canada. Your, your childhood. They said this is the Canadian bacon thing. Um, what, what was it like for you, like growing up, you know? Oh, God. Were you moving around a lot, you know? I find, and the reason I ask about this is, I wow, find you got a story. Have such talent. Mm -hmm. It comes from something. It comes from a level yeah. of struggle or pain or something they dealt with from their uh -huh. childhood. For sure, that kind of like allows them to be so amazing at what they do now. Mm -hmm. Can you touch on that a little bit? Um, for me, I mean, um, what my life was very good. You know, as far as me having both of my parents and having a, a big household. I'm the youngest of six kids. Um, when I was 11, my mom died. That's what twisted my whole shit around. So when my mom, mom died, uh, I just started being very angry and upset, very rebellious, very, uh, you can't tell me what to do. Um, you were close with her? Very close. You know, I'm the baby of six baby, kids, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So um, it was these moments where basically, like, I would go to school, get suspended, I get expelled. I was ex expelled from every single school I've ever been to since sixth grade on and there's probably like a hundred and i think 139 was the number 139 suspensions on my record oh my gosh <laughs> yeah because what they would do is that there's this one point when like i would go to school they would suspend me for three days i'd come back to school and get suspended on the day that they came you know what i'm saying and i would just it just like for like a good two three years it was just like that like you know so like there's just mad suspensions like then there'd be whatever school they sent me to they'd suspend me to the what would you get suspended for i just bad behavior i just didn't listen and i was very smart very intelligent so i knew what i was doing yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. but because 
of those times when they suspended me and I spent so much time at home when all the other kids were at school, I always was writing. Mm. So when everyone was at school learning mathematics and all the things that I was putting words together on it with the instrumentals and the, like my, like when kids wanted the video games, I wanted the video games too, but I wanted the instrumental CD with the new, new beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I knew I was going to be at home. <laughs> like, I knew I was going to be at home. So that, you know, made my skill exponentially so much better than everybody because I got a head start. Okay. All of my high school and middle school years, I was just writing. Uh-huh. So it's just like listening to everybody, listening to artists, writing, 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 writing. When you were a kid, who was like your favorite artist at that time? I looked up to my brothers. My brothers was dope, you know what I'm saying? Of course, Jay-Z, Nas, right. you know what I'm saying? Uh, people like that, but my brothers was really the, the dope ones to me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I thought it was just so dope that somebody so close to me was rapping. So what was their rap names? Uh, what was Mo going by? I can't even remember what Who? Mo was going by. My brother was going by Brooks. Mm. Um, I think Mo had a bunch of names, but he goes by Yoko Gold now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, those two was, and you know, my brother Sos, so those three actually were just like, you know, I looked at them like, yo, these niggas is nice, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they put me on to all the newer music and stuff like that. Hey, yo, y'all have a Vaseline or something? My lips look wild dry right now, because they feel Mine too. <laughs> like, I, I know you fucking dry. lying. Like, I just hope I... I know he ain't say mine too. Oh, hell no. You got to go, brother. Pack it up. <laughs> now you done got too motherfucking comfortable. What you mean yours too, bitch? No, you done made me call you a bitch. Excuse me? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Don't, don't even bring that Vaseline over here. Let's just continue. Because I know you fucking lying. <laughs> like Tyrone Bingham's right now. Nah, nah. <laughs> Am I good? Yeah, you good. You good. But I feel it too. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's going on. I was some water. We just finished talking about um, the, the, the love and respect you have for your, for your brothers, and we just finished talking about um, the artists that you uh, respected coming up. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. At what point did you know that you was onto something musically? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. I would have to say uh. 11 when I started. Uh. You know, I was just like, I'm going to take this seriously. And once I set myself to saying I was going to take it seriously, I felt like I was going to be an artist. What was the first song, like, the first real song that you came up with? I don't know. I remember my first rhymes. I don't remember the first Okay, so split the rhymes. Split. What was that? My first rhymes is, like, uh, on the scene 13 and I'm covered with ice. This is the first one I remember. All right. Okay. On the scene 13 and I'm covered with ice. Uh-huh. Red, purple, gemstone, same color as rice. Uh-huh. You know me. Rhymes hit hard, so they ain't nothing nice I got. Shorties to see what I need with a wife. I got uh, oh. <laughs> shit like that. It was hard though. I ain't gonna lie, it was hard. Was okay, hard. okay, okay. Talk. I got a good question. I got a good question. Okay, uh, let me, let me hold on. Let me pull this up. Because see, um, this is something very serious that the people need to know about right here. Um, so these series of pictures posted online um this tattoo right here that says i told you and this placement right here what did you tell them is what we want to know because see that's the question what did you tell them 
So I think that that is a good question. And I think that if we could get an understanding around that, then we can have a better understanding of you as an artist. I was colder <laughs> than everybody else at that age because yeah, yeah. I was from 11. I was. I, that song would be a hit today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so with, with that, you know, with that, I know you were you were get you got into like battle rapping. Can you can you talk about that? Like you know that whole time when you were battle rapping. All my life, I just wanted to be the best. Like you know what I'm saying. As far as just competition wise, I always wanted to show whoever the they said was the best that I'm better, I'm da, 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 da. that's the way I looked at it at the time. So, you know, when we was doing that, I was just trying to show my city that I was like super nice. You know, when I came to, to Brampton, I started living in Brampton, Flower City and shit. Okay. They didn't, my style was different. I wasn't a Flower City type nigga. Well, we... I was a different type nigga, you feel me? Like I was from America. Mm -hmm. So going to the B and doing certain things and rapping, they didn't understand like why I was so cocky. And, and so like it would really make a lot of them didn't like me out there, you know what right. I'm saying? But, you know, I grew up just like, if somebody that's tell how you know, just tell me you just playing. America. I was living in America yeah. first. So that don't you know, me like that bitch. I that's what playing. we were doing out here. So. You know, I brought that culture just into the, into Toronto. Like, it just, people just either liked it or they didn't like it. But me, I was always on it. Was there anybody back then that we know in the industry now that you were, you know, huh. that you ran into? Or... I mean, I'm, huh. I'm not sure if you know him or not. There was this Ooh. kid named Tech Rhymes who turned into this dude named Toby. Uh, his name is Toby, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what he goes by, right? Nice. Yeah, he, 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 he started singing. He started singing. Um, like, yo, this man tried to sing, like, real talk. Yo, you tried to sing. No, I just played. I, nah, you know, I had to get him with that because he got me with that exact line in the battle. Back in the days when I was, when I was singing, I'll never forget it. I, was, I, I used to sing. I was singing before everybody. So back, this is like before Drake and shit. Like, I was singing, like, you know what I'm saying? But I was in, in high school, like, yeah. like, early, like, so... Niggas is like, this nigga sings and raps? Like, what do you mean you like, sing? That? Like, what do you mean you sing, bro? Like, you know? Yeah. So I remember that was one of the lines he was, but he was nice. As a battle rapper, he was nice. He was like, yo, <gasps> yo, yo, look at this man. He tried to sing. Like, real talk, he tried to sing. You know what I'm saying? And we're, oh, uh. I had to get you back, though. Nah, but you know, he got you back. But <laughs> 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 well, now that singing has turned into be something amazing because, um, I mean, you, you have Caribbean heritage. You know, so mm -hmm. from the Caribbean, that, that was always a part of like the Caribbean culture. You For know, sure. we used to call it sing chain, you know, like the rapping would be DJing and then you have the singing and they would mix the both styles. Um, did a lot of your, your love for the Caribbean vibe kind of come into your music as well? Um, yeah, of course. I mean, I was raised in Barbados, also in like different places. Like I'm Bayesian, you know, yeah, bulletproof was bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Beijing, you know what I'm saying? That's okay, so now we are getting into the Bajan. Okay, people. A lot of people think Ooh, I'm Jamaican. Damn. <laughs> he took a drink of that water. <laughs> In places like I'm Bayesian, you know. Yeah, that bulletproof was bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Bayesian, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up. A lot of people think. Oh damn! Okay. 
I'm goofy as fuck. <laughs> Jamaican. I'm not Jamaican. Right. I'm Bayesian. I'm from the West Indies, but I'm yeah. Bayesian. Like, I'm from where Rihanna is from, Barbados. So, okay, okay. people don't understand this. It's like, I was raised by Jamaicans. Like, okay, like when DJ, so my man was like, playing. my closest dog's Jay. His mom is who took me in. Claudia is like, who took me in. Like, you feel me? So, with, with her, she she was like somebody who's yeah, super Jamaican. Uh, He's super Jamaican. You know, my cousins around them is everyone's just was Jamaican right. except me. So like that's where I was raised. So whenever I get on songs and I start talking patois and stuff like that, it's because really it was just oh, around me. Like that was the influence that I got growing up. Black Black um, I know that too because I went through the same thing because you. Oh you hell! Oh no, hell! Oh, did you? You you got a story for every motherfucking thing. You want to sleep hard with? Damn! I'm up here eating chips for like ice. That's the good thing a bitch. Caesar needs to make sure them needles clean. That's what he needs to worry about. That's a wrong island. That's their toy said patois. Sock passe. Since there weren't a lot of Trinis or like Bayesians, you kind of like used to flex with the Jamaicans and stuff like that. That's a fact. So a lot of Jamaican influence runs through all of us from all the different islands anyway. Of course. The music was more prevalent. Of course. Um, do you think that you know <laughs> it's kind of difficult for you because i know you have a team <laughs> and you have other artists under your umbrella um do you, Boy, don't do that, you know to be an artist and still have artists under your umbrella <laughs> and to kind of manage that no Every they said the interview will need an interview <laughs> man you need to stop with this you need to stop with this. Oh, wait. Artists that's under me, and I wouldn't even say under me, I, even though I sign them, it's, I don't look at artists like that under me. That's the first thing in, in understanding exactly, like, <laughs> being an artist that signs other artists, this is not about you looking cool. Right. That's the one thing. People think, I'm a boss. I signed an artist. No, you, you put somebody's life in your hands. You just put somebody's responsibilities for their career in your hands. 
You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, if their shit doesn't go, it's <laughs> probably because you didn't give it whatever. And, or it could be that person too. But you are taking up like at least 50% of responsibility of like, it, 50% of this is on me too to get you to certain places. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of negativity you know, in the chat the saying I'm speaking Creole. Like, Please go away from me with I manage this. myself. I've been managing myself. What people don't understand, I have no manager. You know, my manager turned into my business partner. We we do other business elsewhere than music. We get other money in so many other oh, places. Oh, wait. So it's not one of those situations where Y'all hiring over there? Once I stopped needing a manager, I started learning that other artists really don't need people that, you know, are just there to just call themselves a manager. You just need somebody who really understands how to make sure that the things for you are going right and that you as an artist are getting things you don't deserve. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what a great manager does for you. He gets you things you don't deserve. A good manager gets you, you know, the things huh. that you should be at, the, right. the, the things you should have, the, the, okay, you know, the okay. events you should be at. Right. Great manager gets you in that room you should not should be not in. Be in. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, should not be here with these guys over here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I always strive to just uh, remind myself the same way that when I was with... Uh, any of the labels that I've been with to never ever treat them like they're anything less than a priority. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And because of that, I find my way to prioritize what I need versus prioritizing what they need. Mm -hmm. And everybody gets what they gotta get. Everybody's flourishing. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of VVS Ken, kid from Orlando, you know what I'm saying, that had nothing, you know what I'm saying? Just seen him get verified randomly the other day, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dave O. Who got verified? Uh, Melly, what, 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 what happened? Oh, hell no. Nah. What happened? Because what? of that, I find my way to prioritize what I need versus prioritizing what they need. Mm. And everybody gets what they got to get. Everybody's flourishing. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of VVS Ken, kid from Orlando, you know what I'm saying, that had nothing, you know what I'm saying? Just seen him get verified randomly the other day, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they... Oh, what, what y'all had did? Like, a couple of videos? I got a hook. I got a hook. Uh, Melly, Mariah, uh, uh, Poppy Yer, and, and, and what's about to be Manson who's about to come out. I'm just, I'm so excited just like to see what this is about to turn into full fruition. Like everybody's doing something. Poppy Yer made three of my hottest records, even just by production, not even on his artistry stuff, right. just by on his production. Broken a Minute, Jerry Sprunger, um, The Take. You know what I'm saying? Smooth with Chris Brown. Yeah, for sure. He made one of the best, still going to of this course. day. You know, um, Mariah, every single time, she's just doing records with Lil Baby, the hottest artist in her city. She's from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So you know Lil Baby like Jay-Z to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but just seeing her do that, coming out with a, with a fresh album and seeing so many p new people just embracing her, fresh, hot females in the game that are really just embracing her. Same thing with Melly. Melly just got on Beyonce's uh, commercial with the Ivy Park with the music. She just did a song with Wayne and came back with the one with Black. It's like everybody is just doing things and I'm just like, I watched all y'all come from nothing. <laughs> like I watched all y'all be nothing, like, you know what I'm saying? And so it's all about me nurturing their slow grind and nurturing them as artists and making sure that I'm not looking at them as they're under me. I'm looking at them as they're beside me and they're my label mates and whatever I can do is my resources to help them and um, make them understand that even if there is people that do help to manage on certain areas and aspects like um, You know, I always will make sure that I'm still co there if I can't be fully there You know what I'm saying and if I can't be fully there to do it by myself 
then I'll put somebody there that you can respect and trust and that's going to look at your best interest. You know, and that's, that's just what I do, you know. Man, this, is, this has been amazing. I, I want to just take an opportunity. What you um, want to say now? I want to give you some gold roses and then I want to ask you one more question. And then we what? Sure. I want to thank you again for this opportunity here today. It really means the world to me. I think this is one of the highlights and will be one of the highlights of my career. And thank you. The reason I'm bringing Nigga. this to you and the gold roses to you is because, you know, sometimes the littlest thing in your mind to you, like, uh, yeah, I'll give Papa Keith this interview, could be my world. <laughs> you know what, what you're saying? So to speak. And you I, like, I respect the shirt, by the way. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. You, you need to stop. <laughs> now, this, this got to come to an end at some point. Like, come on now. <laughs> Thank you. It's a new um, thing I got called Picture on a T-shirt. Yeah, remember the song right. Piccolo? Put your picture on a T-shirt. Yeah, I remember that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to, to, to launch. I'm, no, I'm a serial right. entrepreneur. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you so about? It, it okay. To share some great moments that I have, which was, you know, yeah. interviewing you and your team. Uh-huh. Um, but not to digress. Um, you know, I want to thank you because this that's who you are. You know what I'm saying? They said, first give an honor to God, who was the head of my life. <laughs> Amen. Take your time, Pastor. I just tried to whisper with Alex. He ain't heard shit I said. He talking about, text me. <laughs> he sitting up here. He is so fucking childish. He sat up here was having a conversation. Then the whole time, he talking about, text me. I'm thinking we really making progress. Man. Okay. <laughs> it's the little things for me. Um... Sitting in your um your, um, huh? your Rolls Royce truck <laughs> and bunted a split, you know what I mean? Like those are things that you know I yeah. live for. Those memories that, believe it or not, I could tell my son and yeah. stuff. What, like what would you tell you. your son and, about that? Fuck! Uh, oh, I was smoking weed in the Rolls Royce with Tory. Who gives? Okay, okay, okay. Whatever. I don't know. Tell him for what? What, the, what is you talking about? Who interview is this? Talking about a piccolo. It was opportunities. You know, not to say that other artists don't, but you're really good at it. Mm-hmm. And you're really mindful in how you operate and, and deal with people and yeah. you make fe- yeah. people feel welcome and all those Definitely. different things. Oh, and you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. have to. You got a lot of people that, you know, look up to you. So I just want to mm-hmm. give you a gold roses and thank you. Amen. I appreciate that. Nah, thank you. Yes, yes for sure. <laughs> thank you, um, The other thing I want to just oh, give an opportunity yeah. for you to, to speak on is uh, what is the, would you would say is one of the biggest misconceptions Damn, that you, people have? What is in that damn water bottle? That H2O. That must be H2O squared. He drinking that motherfucker. That shit sound good than a bitch. They didn't say that's 1942? 
Damn. He, that, shit, I want some of that water. Damn, that shit go down good. Sound like. Um, oh, he's still smacking. People have this thing where they think that, like, huh? I'm, like, arrogant. Oh, really? Or, like, I'm very... <laughs> I think my, my confidence gets misconstrued as cockiness. Okay, and so we do not want anything misconstrued at all. At all. And, um, I just want people to understand, like, when it comes down to me just doing what I believe is my craft, I just want to be the best at that. When it comes down to me as a person, as Daystar Peterson, yes, I'm one of the most kindest, you know, caring persons, people, unless you piss me off and it's fuck you. And I'm not going to say and sugarcoat that. Like, if you piss me off and you disrespect me, it's fuck you. But if you're a Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you just got to turn up like that. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay, he a little slow. Okay. And I treat you how I want to be treated. Okay. If you're somebody who treats me well, I don't care if you're the doorman or if you're the boss. I treat the boss like the doorman. I don't, and vice versa. Like, that's just what it is because at the end of the day, everybody deserves to be uplifted. Everybody deserves to be happy. I, I, I can't lift up every day about it now. A little bit extra harder or your job entails you to be this guy and you're the owner uh -huh. of XYZ doesn't mean that the doorman arm ain't hurting every time he has to open the door for somebody you know what i'm saying so i try to just treat everybody equally and i never want people to get misconcepted that huh? i'm some arrogant guy who's like piss posh no i'm not like right. piss posh well i appreciate it man thank you again for this interview yeah um on my closing i know you have your strain oh. or whatever but i'll be remiss not to you know in I the same see. fashion i see I yeah, see, yeah I in see, the same I see. fashion of how you you know you bring your team with you you know i roll with my timeless boys and who that and is have a very high end um cannabis line called um timeless cannabis so i know you bring, fucking lying you know, for you to i know you fucking lying For sure, and that's how it looks right there. Y'all gonna come collaborate with the Black Leprechaun one of these days? Man. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, we you know. know. <laughs> let's get it done. I would love that, man. So yeah, thank sure. you so love, much, man. man. Sure. I appreciate this. All right, let's rock and roll now. Okay, come on. You know, uh, uh, bored out of my mind. I just, Jesus Christ, I don't know what the hell they named it that for. Um. I mean, okay. Woo. Let me see what's going on. Crystal Smith and Neo having a daughter. So people are pissed off with the New York Post. Because the New York Post decided to run a story titled DMX and the houses that he's lost during his rap career. He is literally fighting for his life. And they decided to say, hey, let's go down memory lane and look at everything that's been taken from him. <laughs> this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. They are so tacky and disrespectful.
whole fucking second. What happened with this? Jocelyn Hernandez is online saying that she's trying to get help. She says she's called the news. She's called corporate. This is a daycare center. Kids are kids. Okay, what happened? Let's take a look at the photograph. Does anybody understand what happened? She said, I'll be in Atlanta next week. And I won't stop until I shut them down. They're racist. These are our children. They said none of the black children have food. Okay, because I'll be kind of slow. She ain't put no context. I'm like, okay, huh? I was a little lost. Okay, the black children don't have food. So if we look at the table up in the top left, we see the young black girl. She is not eating. Look at this table right here. The two black children, I see a boy and a girl. They do not have a plate in front of them, okay? Make sure that y'all go to Jocelyn's page so y'all can get the hashtags and everything that y'all need. You guys, I'm finna go get me something to eat. I hope y'all done had a good time. Thank y'all for being here. I will see y'all again tomorrow. This shit be a fool. This shit just pissed me off. Why would you mistreat a fucking child? There's something really, really wrong, uh, wrong with somebody who would mistreat a child. And I feel like it should get you upset. Never get used to it. So that you continue to fight for it. Because that shit is ridiculous. Can we raise somebody on Twitch? Uh, We got to do research. We can't just be raiding anybody. And you know what I heard? If you don't refresh your page... Um, yeah, I saw that Beyonce had told Sky happy birthday. If you don't refresh your page, it ain't gonna um it ain't gonna count as a view on that shit. But let me go ahead and get some food in my body. Um, thank y'all for being here. The episode will be up on YouTube a little bit later. And um that's that. So little black girl, you're beautiful. Little black boy, you're enough. This shit gonna get hard, but never forget that if we stick together we can get through that shit. I love you for all the reasons why they said that they couldn't, and I will talk to you later. Bye.